and welcome back to chronic pain and paranoia welcome it's us we're back um this week we chose the word ship Mm -hmm. because of a very special request morgan has been begging this one's for a girl morgan (laughs) for this case she already knows what this is based on the word of the week Mm -hmm. um before we get into that emily how would you rate your pain Today, I feel like half of my body has been into a guillotine that's specifically Emily-shaped, and I've just been guillotined. Like, um, like, portrait or landscape? Landscape. Okay, so, like, at the middle? Yeah. Gotcha. Like, um, like, if my torso didn't have legs. Gotcha. Right there. Mm -hmm. That's what it would be like. Disemboweled. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Just gotcha. So I'm like, long long way would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. There's no back. That's a good one, though. Yeah. For me, um, have you ever seen those pictures of mountain goats who are standing on ridiculously small ledges that you can barely see? I'm the one goat that fell. Oh, and you're just down there. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, all my goat friends left me because I'm a bad mountain goat, I feel. That's okay. I'll be your mountain goat that's also at the bottom. Thanks. We'll be bottom of the mountain mountain goats. Whenever I feel bloated, I always think like, oh, I feel like a bloated goat. Yeah. So that's where that originated from. Okay. Origin nice. stories. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if we sound tired. We are tired. Um, we already recorded an episode today. Um, and we took a break in between. And taking a break is always hard. Because if it's too long, it's rough. then we get tired. Yeah. But hopefully we can still have decent energy for this episode. I'm sure our spirits will lift. Yeah, don't be fine. She'll buff out. Murder always lifts the, the spirit. spirit. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get into our disclaimer and get started. Woo. This podcast contains sensitive material such as violence, murder, paranormal activity, and other adult topics, so listener discretion is advised. While we do research all our episodes, we are just two Emilys with a microphone and a passion for all things spooky. Take it with a grain of salt. All of our sources will be in the show notes. For me, I got my info from Wikipedia and Insider. Wikipedia and the Legends of America for me. So if we don't remember to put it in the notes, there you go. Thanks. Okay, Emily. I'm going to tell you today about the murder of Kim Wall. (gasps) More famously known as the submarine murder. Oh, wow. Have you heard this one? No, I thought it was a different one. Really? I love a good submarine story. This, the circumstances of this case might be one of the the most bizarre I've ever come across. Interesting. Yes. Um, hopefully I can do it justice because Kim Wall seemed like an amazing person. Let me tell you a little bit about Kim first, okay? Yes. So she was a young woman. She was from... I think she was originally from Sweden. Cool. But she was a journalist, and she was very well, like, 
she was a big deal. I think I know this one now. She was really good at what she did. Um, She, I think she was even featured in the New York Times and Wired. Mm -hmm. Like, she covered really important things. Like, she was awesome. She was a rock star. Yeah. Which makes this case all the more frustrating to me. Very sad. I will say one of the best quotes I've seen about this case is, The least interesting thing about Kim Wall's life was her death. Okay. The rest of her life was so much more spectacular than what happened to her. She was very accomplished. And, And like, and that came from the director of the HBO series because (gasps) he was like, I don't want her to be reduced to a victim because that's not what she was. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how we feel on this podcast that's how we like to cover cases yeah anyway so by the way there is a documentary of this on netflix Mm -hmm. i don't like it okay i didn't finish it um they focused on the killer too much for my liking um the hbo series i haven't watched it but from how the director talks about it it seems a lot more it's on the list to watch yes okay and it's more about the victim. Good. And the case itself than the murderer. Who was a douche, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's he's so annoying. I stopped watching the Netflix show because it was mostly him. Ew. And it was footage of him and Yucky. what he was doing. And I was like, he is so slimy and disgusting. Like, I, I don't want to see him. This. Absolutely not. I do not care. Ew. Anyway. Yeah. So... Deep breath. Mm -hmm. So this all unfolded August 10th, 2017. Um, Swedish freelance journalist Kim Wall boarded the midget submarine (laughs) UC3 Nautilus. I think that's how you say that. In Denmark with the intent of interviewing its owner, Danish entrepreneur Peter Madsen. Gross. Kim Isabel... Sorry. Kim Wall was reported missing after the Nautilus failed to return to the harbor at Copenhagen. The submarine was found sunken the following morning and Madsen was arrested upon being rescued from the water. Between the 21st of August and the 29th of November, parts of Wall's dismembered body were found in different locations in the area. That is so sad. It's really sad. I'm doing a brief overview first, by the way. Yeah. If you didn't notice (laughs) Charged with her murder, Madison was convicted and sentenced to life in prison on the 25th of April, 2018 by Copenhagen City Court following a widely publicized trial. Also, the fact that he was sentenced in a year says a lot about this case. Mm-hmm. Because most cases take a lot longer than that. Yeah. He just nasty. No, they're like, okay, so it's him. Okay, the end. You're going to jail, buddy. Now we just have to decide how badly we'll want to punish him. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it was. You're going away. We're going to see for how long. Absolutely. On, uh, hold on. I'll tell you that later. Okay. So, on Thursday, the 10th of August, 2017, Walt and her partner, Oli, Oli, it's O-L-E, his name. Ol. Ollie sounds more nice, though. 
Oh, I mean no disrespect. So her and her partner were preparing to host a farewell party uh, prior to their planned move to Beijing on August 16th. Wow. Before. Yeah, I think it was like for her career. That's cool. Possibly, yeah. Um, before the party, Wall received a text from Danish entrepreneur Peter Madsen, with whom she had requested an interview earlier in the year, inviting her to interview him on board his midget submarine UC-3 Nautilus. She agreed to join him on the submarine for two hours and boarded the Nautilus around 1,900 hours. The, we're in Europe. It's going to yeah. be Europe time. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's just math. It would be... That'd be seven. Wow, you're good. I started to use my I'm fingers. I'm an assistant. It's <laughs> like, uh, I used to use those hours. Um, the submarine never returned to the harbor and her boyfriend called the police at uh, 1.43 that night to report that Wall was missing. Nautilus was sighted in Coke Bay. I'm so sorry. Southeast of Amager by Dragon Lighthouse. I'm, it's Swedish. You don't speak Swedish, but we appreciate well, the effort. Well, this is Denmark. So it's, it's Denmark. Danish. Danish. Danish is really hard. Any language that's from over there is hard. It's really hard for me. I'm sorry, friends. Okay. It's okay. We appreciate the effort. So it was by a lighthouse. <laughs> at 10.30 the next morning, it floundered at 11. Embarrassing. Um, Awkward. On the 21st of August, a cyclist found Wall's torso washed up on the beach mm-hmm. in the southwest of Amger. Again, I'm so sorry for the names. A... Post-mortem examination found 15 stab wounds, mostly in the groin. Um, Metal had been affixed to her torso to attempt to ensure it did not float. Uh, On the 6th of October, assisted by cadaver dogs provided by the Swedish police, police divers found two plastic bags in the bay containing walls, head, legs, and clothes, and a knife. Oh my gosh. This is a disgusting murder. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I just didn't know the details of that. Yeah. Um, and then six days later, a saw was found in the water. And on the 21st and 29th of November, police divers found her arms in the bay. Um, they also tried to connect him with other unsolved murders in the area, but they didn't come up with anything. Rats. Yeah, which for a killing like this, it makes sense why they would try to connect him with other people because this was not someone he knew Mm -hmm. and it was incredibly violent. Yeah. Incredibly violent. Like, I'm glad he didn't kill anyone, but at least he could get tried. (laughs) Like, help solve someone else's case. I, if he was not caught this time, I'm pretty positive he would have killed again. Yeah, well, he was stupid enough to... Also, I want to point out the nature of the murder with how gruesome it is and where the stabbings were. This was a sexual crime. Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee he raped people before this. Oh, 100%. Why else would he stab them? Oh, 100%. Disgusting. It's slob, gross, nasty. People like this, this is not their first crime. No. It ah. built... 
Not their first crime. Maybe his first murder, though. Maybe the first murder, but definitely not the first crime. No. Um, he was arrested upon being rescued after the Nautilus sunk on the 11th of August and was charged with ne- negligent manslaughter. This was before they found the body, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, police suspected that he had scuttled the submarine. I think that means that he intentionally... He intentionally let it go. Yeah. Or he escaped somehow. Does anyone know what scuttled means in terms of submarine? Uh, <laughs> I should have looked that up. Sorry. It's fine. Um, he initially stated that he had dropped Wall off on land that night that they were missing, mm-hmm. but admitted to dumping her body at sea after she died in what he claimed was an accident on board. So he claimed that like she was going up into the hatch and hit her head on the hatch. Okay. But when they found her body, there was no blunt force trama. Only stab wounds. Yeah. Your body doesn't doesn't dismember itself. No. It's actually incredibly hard. And if that was, like, his original story was, oh, she hit her head, I panicked, I dumped the body. It was an accident. Or, like, the ship was sinking, I had to dump the body. Um, You want to cut it up into tiny pieces, you psychopath where did you get the time to do that while i was thinking (laughs) everything about this is so ridiculous you don't accidentally cut up someone's body the prosecution said that police had found videos on mattson's computer showing women being murdered oh and that uh witnesses said that he they had seen mattson watching videos of decapitation and other troubling behaviors that I don't want to go into. That's fine. I don't need to hear. So, prosecutor told the court that there were no traces of Madsen's DNA were found on the body, but traces of semen have been found in the underpants, which were secured from Peter Madsen after the arrest. Gross. So, we kept them. I think they're talking about his underpants. Ew. Yeah. That's why I said gross. Either way, Oh, gross. I thought you were talking about hers, and I was like, huh? Unclear. This quote's really confusing. Okay. He denied that this was a thing, by the way. Just saying. Well, of course he's going to deny it. Yes. Dummy. So, like I said, um, after examination was performed on her body, there was no sign of blunt force trauma and did not determine the cause of death. Um... He changed his story again, admitting to dismembering Wall's body, but continuing to not to deny intentionally killing her, saying that she may have died after poisonous exhaust gases entered the submarine while he was on deck. The postmortem performed on Wall's torso showed no signs of exhaust gases in her lungs. So he's a big fat liar. Yeah, I'm not surprised. On the 16th of January, 2018, he was charged with murder indecent handling of a corpse, and sexual assault. Good for them. Yeah. The prosecution accused him of having tortured Wall before killing her um, and cutting her throat and strangling her. Um, The trial began on the 8th of March. On the 25th of April, he was convicted of all three charges and sentenced to life in prison. Bye. Uh, He tried to appeal a sentence. It didn't work. Good. (laughs) 
Also, I want to mention that he tried to escape prison and it didn't work because he's stupid. Attempted to escape? Get out, man. Actually, yeah. get back in, man. Yeah. So, after her death, um, Kimwall's family and friends founded the Kimwall Memorial Fund, aiming to fund female reporters to cover stories of the subculture value. A memorial run took place on 10th of August, 2018, the first anniversary of her murder, in which people around the world ran or walk a distance in her memory. In October 2017, Wall was posthumously nominated for Prix Europas. I don't know. <laughs> Outstanding Achievement Award, Journalist of the Year. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. On the 9th of November 2018, her parents published a book in her memory titled Boken on Kimpwall. Hold on. It's Danish. Titled The Book of Kimwall When Worlds End. That's sad. Mm. The book appeared in English in 2020 under the title Ascend A Silenced Voice and translated by Kathy Sharm Char I don't know. Kathy. Okay, thanks, Kathy. And her boyfriend also um, shared his experiences with media and everything. So, Aww. at least good things have come from this terrible tragedy. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out that this case was so... There was a huge media circus around it because this guy was um, pretty much a celebrity... Yeah. At the time, um, he was, you know, he made these submarines. He was working on building a rocket. Every rich man wants he, to build a like, rocket. He did TED Talks and stuff. And Ew. All the videos I've seen of this guy, like, you can tell something's off. And I'm not just saying that because it's, I know that something's off. It's because you can feel it. Yeah. Like, in your gut. Yeah. When something's not quite right with someone, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. But I hope that Kim Wall is resting easy. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that like her friends and her family are trying to do something with her legacy. Yeah. Um. I hope our murderer is rotting well in prison. Rot, because he tried to escape and he couldn't. Because Have a terrible pathetic. time. Anyway. I'm going to talk about the Queen Mary, everyone's favorite haunted spot. I'm excited. Fun fact, I went here for my birthday in 2019, and on that same trip, Bryce proposed to me oh. on my birthday. I was going to say, I thought that was your engagement trip, but technically it is. Yeah, it is. That's so fun. Uh, it didn't happen at the Queen Mary, because... Uh, it's expensive to stay at the Queen Mary That's fair. for a while. Yeah, it is. Plus, it was on Santa Monica up here, which is way more fun. Even though I fun. had so much fun at the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary is a little musty, dusty, crusty, though. It smells old. They recently renovated it, though, because um, in 2020, 2021, they found out that it was sinking. Well, they know knew it was sinking. So they had to do renovations in 2021. To keep it from sinking. So, it's open again. That's embarrassing. What if they just let it sink? That would be funny, but not really. Because that would be funny, but it'd just be like, really, guys? It's so cool to be in there. 
I have been there. When I went when I was really little. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom took us because she likes history. Same. I don't think she either knew or like necessarily cared about the haunted aspect. Yeah. But I remember all I remember is getting a rolled penny. Mm-hmm. And having one of the other ships honk at me, and then I was upset because it was loud. Oh, yeah. And little kids don't like loud noises. Ironically, I still am not huge on loud noises. Correct. <laughs> That's all I remember, though. I remember lots of fun adventures. I remember it smelling old, though. You're right. I remember that I couldn't sleep um, because there were six of us in one room. <laughs> That'll do it. Some people like to snore, won't call you out, but you know who you are. Not my husband. He doesn't snore. Wow. Yeah. He does. I snore louder than he does because he just goes. <laughs> you chose a good one. Yeah. Anyways. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about the history a little bit. And I got this bit from Wikipedia. I said that weird. Wikipedia. I just wrote Wiki down. Um. So its maiden voyage was on May 27th, 1936. Wow. That's when it first took off. Um, Basically, it was just like a passenger ship going to and fro until World War II when it was converted into a troop ship. Troop ship um, and ferried soldiers during conflict. So like it just took people back and forth. Yeah, it wasn't like a warship or anything. Yeah, like it was in the war. But it wasn't a battleship. It wasn't a battleship as much as we'd want it to be. Um, and post-war, it was refitted for passenger service again um, until, like, the mid-1960s because air travel was the way to go now. Yeah, that so, makes like, sense. So, 1950s started declining, and then in 19... mid-60s-ish, um, they, it was just more than it was worth, like, what I write down. Uh, it was operating at a loss. That's gotcha. what I'm looking for. Because at that point, it was probably cheaper to fly, right? Yeah. In the 60s. Cheaper to fly. Um, less time. Yeah. Exactly. So, it was... Its last sale was October 31st. <gasps> Spooky. 1967. Um, and wow. that's where it resides today, is in Long Beach, California. Yeah. So fun. Um, so- they mostly do tours like history or haunted i did a history one because Mm. i also like the history um and it smells old but it looks really cool most of it's kept up the same way that it used to look Mm. and it's just stunning my mom said when we went it wasn't very well maintained yeah no it's not (laughs) but i don't know hopefully they're doing better now since they renovated it yeah who knows the wood flooring is still original that's awesome. Unless they had to. That's sick. I don't know what they did in 2021 to keep Maybe it from sinking. Maybe they take some of it out. Yeah. Sad. Either I way, want it. Cool. Yeah. Because we did, like, the whole... They took us under the ship into, like, the... What is that part called? The, like, air pockets? The... I don't... You just get to see the engine of the ship. Oh, okay. Like, the boiler room or something? I'm not sure. Okay. I can't remember. The stuff where the stuff is. <laughs> the stuff where the stuff is. Exactly. In the bottom. Mm-hmm. I just burped. Excuse me. I don't remember what it's called either. We're so tired. It, correct. So, on Legends of America, I'm going to talk about the hauntings now. 
There are up to 150 known spirits haunting the Queen Mary. Wow. Supposedly. Supposedly. I do want to share my haunting story. Yes. We were just, like, messing around, like, looking at the ship. Because it's really cool to look at old ships and whatnot. And I caught a picture of an orb. I tell everyone this all the time. I was taking pictures everywhere because it's like, I've got to catch this ghost. I've yeah. got to catch a freaking ghost on camera. I caught an orb and it wasn't dust because I had just taken three pictures really fast in a row because like I held my camera button down or something. Yeah. It's in one picture, but not the next. And then it deleted itself off my phone. I'm sorry. I threw a fit. I think you still do sometimes. Yeah, I Peace caught an orb and it's yep. gone forever now. Do the people know what a orb is? Maybe. Um, basically, it's like a little ball of light or just a little blurb on a camera that you can't explain. Sometimes it looks like bugs. Sometimes yeah. it's just dust. But this was like a single one and it wasn't in any other photo. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's an orb. And that's for sure weird. You can look up pictures of spirit orbs. Yeah. On Google. They're really easy to find. find um yeah and there are also 49 reported deaths in the queen mary yeah that's a lot not including wartime woof yeah so who knows um probably would have to transport bodies during the war huh some people probably died i don't even know who's to say who can say um so there's a lot of activity in the engine room Mm mm-hmm it's 50 feet below water level. I think that's where I went because I... Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and just lots of things happen here. Specifically, door 13. Two mm-hmm. people that we know of were crushed in this door. Jeez. To the death. I've walked through this door and it freaked me the freak out. <laughs> You're like, it's going to close. Yeah. Um. So let me tell you a little bit about that. What is the door to? The engine room. It's just door 13. It's a big metal door? Yeah. Okay. It's huge. I'm just trying to envision what it is. Yeah. That's all. You can Google it. You'll find it. Gotcha. Oh, also I want to make it known that Disney at one time owned the ship. And they tried to make it like a part of Haunted Mansion, but it didn't work. That's also really insensitive. Yeah. Because that's that's like an actual piece of history. That's not super chill. Yeah. Go Disney. Um... Anyways, during a routine watertight door drill, so they're watertight doors for, like, underwater ships. Oh, okay, yeah. We've all seen the Titanic and know how important those are. This was in 1966, as I just said. The most recent death, it crushed an 18-year-old crew member. Jeez. Dressed in blue coveralls and sporting a beard, the young man had been often spied walking through the Shafty Alley before disappearing by door number 13. So, you'll kind of just see that guy floating around occasionally, because that's where he died. In its first and second class swimming pools are two more popular spots for the Queen's otherworldly guests, though neither is utilized today for the original purpose. Spirits seemingly are not aware of that. Um, In the first class swimming pool, which has been closed for more than three decades, women have been often appeared in 1930s styled swimming, swimming suits. Sorry, I said that weird. Wandering the decks. Others have reported sounds of splashing and spied wet footprints leading from the deck to the changing room. Spooky. Some have also spied a spirit of a young girl clutching her teddy bear. Mm. Spooky. 
It was really scary. In the second class pool room, the spirit of another little girl named Jackie has often been seen and heard. Allegedly, the unfortunate girl drowned in the swimming pool during the ship's sailing days and reputedly refused to move on, as her voice and laughter have been captured here. However, author and paranormal investigator Cher Garman points out that there are no known drownings that have ever occurred on the ship. So. Oh, okay. Noted this is a very big tourist spot, mm-hmm. so who knows what people can make up. Yeah. Just trying to be a little bit on the skeptic side, um, so people don't know if Jackie's actually there or if she's real. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sure it's hard to report, like, disembodied sounds or footsteps mm-hmm. because it is such a popular tourist attraction at this point. For like, sure. Like, they give you a Ouija board when you book a room. Yeah. They're, if you want one. They play on it so much. and Which, like, I get. Like, there's for sure. big business in ghosts. Like, look at us. Here I am talking about it. Yeah. I've been myself. It's just one of those things, like, Maybe take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And the Queen's Salon, which once served as the ship's first-class lounge, a a beautiful young woman in an elegant white evening gown has often been seen dancing alone in the shadows of the corner of the room. Yet more odd occurrences have been made in several first-class staterooms. Here, reports have been made of a tall, dark-haired man appearing in a 1930s-style suit, as well as water running and lights turning on in the middle of the night, and phones ringing in the early morning hours with no one on the other end of the line in the third class children's room a baby's cry is often heard which is thought to be the infant boy who died shortly after his birth um yeah so basically you can do tours all over the ship um you can do haunted they do offer those later at night i just i think the general tour is the cheaper one gotcha plus it's just cool to just see all the inner workings of the ship because it doesn't run anymore. It's just, it floats. Yeah. So, you can kind of see more than what you'd normally see. Okay. Now I'm going to share, um, this is, the article is called Greek Road Trip. I stayed in California's most haunted hotel room and communed with ghosts. This is on Sci-Fi Wire by Julie Tremaine. Um, uh, it's going to talk about room B340. Gotcha. The if, most haunted room yeah. on the ship. If you've seen anything about Queen Mary hauntings, you've heard this. And I just want to read the whole article to you guys because... Yeah, might as well. So here we go. Everyone get cozy. If you're ever in the position to spend the night in a notoriously haunted place, even if you're more of a molder than Scully, you should still make sure to bring a friend. That was an X-Files reference. Um, If someone had told me that before I spent the night in room B340, the most haunted room in the Queen Mary... A very haunted cruise ship that's now floating in Los Angeles. Long Beach. Yeah, just stay there. I'm going to skip forward. Notice that I didn't say slept in B340. After it was retired as an ocean liner, Disney purchased the Queen Mary, and B30 became a prototype haunted mansion at sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The room was weird for spooky happenings like creaking floorboards, faucets. Smoke and mirrors aside, the room's history is rife with suspicious and unexplained deaths. And there are rumors of many other sinister disasters on the ship. A girl drowning in one of the now-closed pools, a man being crushed to death in the boiler rooms, a criminal held by authorities, um, and just grotesque circumstances. At least one tragedy is confirmed during the Queen Mary stint transporting soldiers in World War II. There was a catastrophic collision with 
HMS Karosha, I think that's how you say that, tearing the smaller boat in half and almost 300 people drowned. Yeah. How two ships wreck with each other? They're huge. If it's a really big ship and a little baby itty bitty ship, it's gone. Gotcha. Kind of like how Titanic hit the iceberg. Yeah. yeah. But like, I'm just saying, they don't move very fast. Well, by the time you notice. Gotcha. And you can't go, yeah. especially the Queen Mary. Because it's, it's too big. Huge. So the ship leans into its haunted history, offering ghost tours and recreating Victorian seances ab- abroad. Which means it draws a lot of precarious people. During my stay, I was traveling with Strange Escapes, a supernatural tourism company run by Amy Bruni, a paranormal investigators who got her start on ghost hunters, and now stars and kindred spirits. Both can be found on Discovery Plus. Highly recommend. Uh, Bruni had gathered a group of 200 people to explore the haunted ship, with the assistance of the other famous paranormal investigators, including two ghost hunters, Grant Wilson and Adam Berry, who is now Bruni's co-star on Kindred Spirits. In B340, in the bedroom and the small attached sitting room, I found a group of novice investigators huddled in the dark with Greg and Dana Newkirk and John E.L. Tenney, paranormal experts (laughs) leading the investigation. The Newkirks had brought along some of the truly grisly items for their traveling museum and paranormal occult, including a spirit board. Um, made from floor planks savaged from the site of an axe murder. What? So they had brought in a Ouija board. But not only is it a Ouija board, it's a Ouija board made from planks of a floor of which an axe murder happened upon. Yes, quite literally upon. Oh my gosh. Absolutely not. If you don't understand why we're so upset right now, um, give our demons episode a listen and you will learn all mm-hmm. of the do's and don'ts of spirit boards, mainly the don'ts, because there should be no do's when it comes to spirit boards. Thank you. Correct. Okay. Moving you can on. see blood on it, Greg told me. Oh my gosh. You want me to leave it here for you? She said, I did not want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I had once spent an evening investigating the princess room at the New Hampshire's Mount Washington Hotel on another strange escape. That hotel was well-documented hauntings. In the princess room, most of all, in a former owner, Carolyn Stigney, who married a French prince. I wanted to say fresh prince, but she became a literal princess. Um, and she allegedly lingers in spirit form. This night in B340 was nothing like that lighthearted one. Before we investigated that space, we had been asked or advised to ask the princess about parties, especially ones on New Year's Eve, because those were her favorite. She's happy to haunt, can tend to spend eternity in a place that she loved. Mm -hmm. Same. That's cute. The Queen Mary is the polar opposite, because people seek out B340 specifically searching for ghosts and intent on provoking them, you can watch an onboard Devil summoning on YouTube. Yep. The room draws in all the negative energy and supernatural forces on the ship like a paranormal black hole. During the investigations that night, the experts used three different methods to channel the spirits. Greg Newkirk and Johnny Tenney held EVP, electronic voice phenomena, sessions, using recorders to ask questions in an effort to capture responses the human ear can't perceive. Dana Newkirk... Yeah. Dana Newkirk hold tarot on two different decks two different decks 
Both Newkirks use the estates method, in which one person asks questions and the other, while in a sort of sensory deprivation environment, repeats what he or she hears through the box. So you're blindfolded and you have headphones on and you can't hear what the other person's saying. Yeah. So you just say what you hear comes through the spirit box. Basically, yeah. So you'd ask one person, say Emily was blindfolded Mm -hmm. and had headphones on. I'd say, okay, ghost, are you here? And she would say, box. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, okay, moving on. How old are you? Zero. And then you'd be like, okay, that's close. That's how that session yeah. would go on so and the she, idea is so that the person listening to the spirit box doesn't like try to hear answers that are not there exactly because our mind tries to fill things in that makes sense naturally mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see people do it this way it is and it's really scary sometimes too it's terrifying I heard many responses that night while I sat in the dark through two different investigation sessions and none of them were good. There were many frustrated spirits in that room and a huge amount of confused, angry energy. At one point, after Greg pressed the issue of why a spirit wasn't telling us its name, it hissed, Hassle, before going silent for the night. It's like, can you leave me alone? Same girl. When Bruni first offered me the chance to sleep in the room, I had asked how haunted it really was. (laughs) princess haunted or murderous ghost with a scythe haunted valid so haunted it was closed for 30 years of course i chose to say why wouldn't you same everyone else left the room around 2 a.m every bit of their haunted amphora in tow including that spirit board and i surveyed my surroundings by survey i mean check every closet drawer corner of the room while avoiding looking directly into any mirrors Then, leaving one lamp on, I got into bed and tried to sleep. You might be surprised to learn that despite having flown that morning, driving 100 miles, and spending three hours sitting in the dark, striving for a paranormal experience, I wasn't a bit tired. Wide awake, even. I have never been less tired in my life than I was that night. Lying in bed for probably the most haunted hotel room of all of- uh. Yeah, the most haunted hotel room in all of California. Then around 3 a.m., the voices started. The ship makes no attempt to hide B340 history. Now that it's reopened to the public, the room rents out at a premium, and there are accounts of ghost sightings inscribed in the walls. People come looking for the unmarked room every night. Visitors persistently pillar the room number as a souvenir. Pilfer. I said that word wrong, but you get the idea. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know any of that at the time, so when I heard whispers outside my door, I nearly jumped out of my skin. And when I got up to answer, I didn't even have time to tell them to go away because whoever was out there ran down the hall before I fully turned the knob. Um, and then she goes on, did I mention that Queen Mary is a pretty creepy place? Oh, there's a picture of an orb. That's exactly what I caught, but in a oh. closet somewhere. It I just opened like there's someone standing in the corner. There is. Oh, okay. There's someone sitting there. I, I, like I literally opened every door. I didn't care what was behind it. I was like, I'm going to find these ghosts. <laughs> As long as it didn't say, like, employees only or whatever. Emily said, wake up. I said, wake up. Rise and shine. (laughs) Uh, yeah. The same thing happened two more times that night. It's easy to ascribe a supernatural origin to any single noise emanating through those paper-thin walls. They are so thin, by the way. Like, I could hear people's conversations, like, room to room. Like, the people who were next to us, I could hear them talking. I'm like, uh. Is it super old? Yeah. 
Um, but I was too busy jumping out of my skin at the completely mundane to experience the paranormal, which made the night no less terrifying. The next day, I looked through SLS footage taken during the investigation of B340 the night before. An SLS camera, it stands for Structured Light Sensor, perceives and spec er, spatially locates energy that isn't visible to the human eye. I'd been sitting in the corner of B340 all through the investigations. On the wall, or on the side of the bed next to the wall, um, there was no one next to me all night. No no one human anyway, and I never budged from that spot. Imagine my surprise when I saw a tall, creepy, spectral stick figure looming next to me on the camera. Mm-mm. And imagine my further surprise when I went back to transcribe my audio notes and I heard the same EVP responses on my own file. The difference? That angry hassle was now louder and clearer on mine because it was Ew. coming directly next to me. Yeah. Several people on that trip, including Bruni herself, reported strange happenings in their rooms overnight. The following evening, when I investigated the boiler rooms, four stories below sea level, I'm certain I saw something move when no one was there. I have yet to book my next visit. Wow. And those are the spooky, st- scary stories of Queen Mary. Man. Yeah, Queen Mary's no joke. Terrifying. If you guys want to know more about the most haunted room, I would look it up. Yeah. It's a little too gruesome for us to share on here. Yeah. Um, but definitely take a look. You can find it everywhere. Yeah. Because most people claim it's, like, one of the most haunted places in America. Yeah, for sure. Um, I history. think it's claimed as being one of the most haunted ships ever. For sure. If not the most haunted ship. It's just fun. If you're ever in Long Beach, I highly recommend. Like, it's the best. It's just the best. I hope to go back. Yeah. Because I'm a full-grown person now. (laughs) Me too, but um, with new eyes. Yeah. Eyes to see. Yeah. Even though I was just as into it as I was back then. I want more rolled pennies. (laughs) Yes, we love rolled pennies. Um, But that's it. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining. Uh-huh. Um, plug in your heating pads. Take your meds. And stay spooky. Stay spooky. Goodbye. Goodbye.